0: Welcome to the Missouri Wind & Solar Podcast. Thanks for downloading the podcast. I'm your host, Wes Shank, and I'm here today with our co-host and general manager, David McDerris. Each week, we review the latest, greatest happenings in wind and solar and how they will impact you and your alternative energy products. If you'd like more information about anything you've heard on the podcast, check out all of our educational resources at windandsolar.com, including there's well over now 300 videos on YouTube, or feel free to reach out to our Seymour, Missouri-based sales team at 417-708-5359, and you can also email them at sales at and if you really want to go in-depth, come to our hands-on workshop in Seymour, Missouri. You can get all the details on this on our website, windandsolar.com, and you'll have the added benefit of Mr. McDerris here teaching you the class and me coming into the class and pointing at my watch, telling David to hurry up so that they can go on break. So anyway, thanks again for coming in today. We've got a curious podcast for today. It's something we wouldn't normally focus on, which is, and I don't know if this is the right way to pronounce it or not, but I'm going to call it NIM 3.0 in California. We're going to take a second and kind of dissect What that's going to mean to, and even though this is just in California, California usually has a significant wave impact on anything that happens out there, kind of making its way through the country eventually. So, David, if you're cool with it, I'm just going to read a little bit here about what the NIM is. And what it amounts to is that the California Public Utilities Commission voted to approve NIM 3.0 and customers of PG&E, sc and SDG&E, which I'm going to assume those are all California power systems, are going to receive an average of $0.08 per kilowatt for the excess power they push onto the grid. And this is roughly 75% less than the average export rate of $0.30 per kilowatt under NIM 2.0. There's some grandfathering in there, and I mean, that doesn't really pertain to what we're talking about. But what that's... Interesting, in my opinion, and David, to let you obviously weigh in on that, eight cents per kilowatt down from 30 cents per kilowatt is huge. Huge.
1: I mean, (laughs) like you said, 75%. I mean, that.
0: And I mean, here in Simino, the last, uh, that's our Seymour, the last time I looked at it, I think we were paying 14 cents. Yeah. And so, even by Seymour standards, and one of the things that you've always got to remember is that you're never going to get the retail price for your sell back. No. I mean, so. Couldn't you know, expect it. Yeah. That'd be like going into a grocery store that right. bought, you know, bananas and charge you the same price that they were Right. Selling. They got to pay they're, their they're employees. Never, yeah, they got to pay. you are never going to yeah. do that. So I'm going to guess that that would be an okay buyback for, seymour missouri where we're paying 14 cents and i would think that six cents on the spread's probably not a too bad of a deal but if i went from 30 cents to eight cents oh yeah i'd yeah. be pretty torqued
1: you know being as they were only given about 40 cents there you know so they were getting three-fourths of it back i mean so they had a very high rate that they were getting back but what we can see or what kind of looks like it's transpiring there in california is they're now going to start pushing for you to build your own, be self-sufficient,
0: and more specifically, what they're talking about is batteries. Right. It's pushing yeah, for,
1: it's batteries. Just battery, for battery independence
0: yeah. because what that's going to do is it's going to make it more financially reasonable for you to make the investment in batteries and store your power than it is in like a lot of instances we talk about. You know, grid tie versus off-grid versus a hybrid and that sort of thing. Right. And this is all going to really push you into a financially better position to store your own power.
1: Correct. What I'm seeing in it, what I think is the biggest deal there is, you know, due to their rolling brownouts, due to their rolling blackouts, even though they were paying this $0.30 cents a kilowatt hour to these people that was pushing back into the grid, all these systems were grid tie only and like we've talked about before on the show at grid tie only once the power was shut down those solar panels were doing nothing yeah so
0: yeah we did a quick thing beforehand there was like uh 1.5 million installations installations and so now you've got 1.5 million yeah so
1: so yeah (laughs) if you shut down a third of california at a time You just shut down 500,000 installations of solar that are doing nothing. I mean, so with adding these batteries, what they're trying to get to do with adding these batteries is when that rolling blackout comes or that rolling brownout, which is there again, should be illegal, but that rolling blackout or brownout comes your equipment will keep running the, the way it should. I yeah. mean, so it's going to be a total different change. I mean, it's going to well, be something totally different in California than they've ever seen.
0: Well, and the biggest thing that I think is going to come up with this, and I think that's kind of what we need to talk about today and just kind of lay the groundwork for our podcast listeners, is what impact is that going to have to them? And what I see, pretty simple, and you know how people are going to be slow to react, and there's a lot of, I'm sure, hesitance to do this. But all of a sudden... If you take that number, 1.5 million installations, that's not like 1.5 million panels, that's that's 1.5 million installations where all of a sudden, if their incentive, if you will, is to put batteries in, you're going to have a huge, huge push on batteries. And
1: supply chain is going to get very tight on batteries. I can tell you immediately.
0: Is that there's already tons of stuff about lithium in the news and the availability of lithium and that sort of thing. So I think you're going to have, I mean, just you just think about that. Even if it's a third of them. Right. Even if it's a third of those folks say, two-thirds say, that's fine. I don't care. I'm not going to fool with it. If a third of them say, well, screw this, I'm going to get batteries, that's 500,000 people.
1: That need a battery. All
0: of a sudden in the market for the battery. Yeah.
1: There you go. The supply chain cannot hold that. I mean, it's barely holding what it we're doing now and that's not the straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah. That's the wagon that fell on the camel. You know, I mean that's Yeah.
0: I remember one of our and I'm not gonna call out names here on that, but you know, one of our lead battery suppliers. I mean, they were out of one of their bread and butter batteries just because the government put in a big order. Right. I mean, that wasn't five hundred thousand installations, that was some place somewhere that had a project and they put a bunch right. of but you talk about five hundred thousand individuals all of a sudden coming into the market. Well, that's just going to be...
1: Yeah, and to speak on that, not only is California doing this with these 500,000 people that we're talking about, and that's just a number that we've came up with is saying a third. Yeah, right. Yeah, so it, it just, could be half. It could be 750,000. Even if it was
0: 100,000, yeah. it'd still be. <laughs> well,
1: another thing that's happened and that's going to have a major impact on this is the government now has also came out with the same deal that this solar tax credit that you can get for 30%, and that goes through 2032. Right. They are now allowing batteries to be added, even retrofitted back to systems that were already in place. Which is a big deal. And are going to let the 30% tax credit fall on that. So just that alone is going to have a huge and impact. And hold
0: on. We don't give tax advice. We're that's not tax right. attorneys. Right. So I'm just telling you it. it's going to have a but
1: huge impact yeah, on Yeah, and
0: the, basically what they say on that. So if you've put a new installation in in the last couple of years, that's probably about- or five years now yeah then you should have taken advantage of the tax credit and that's right. depending on when you did it what was it 20 to 25 to 30. 22 to 26 yeah. percent to so there was percent, so yeah. you should have gotten that much back on your taxes but the thing is is the way they were doing that that was only for basically a new complete installation right. you know like at my place where i had three batteries and i looked at it and finally said Well, I want to put a fourth in.
1: Didn't cover it.
0: Didn't cover it. The three would have come under it, but the fourth would not because it wasn't a new installation. And that's what they've changed here. And so with respect to batteries. To batteries, yes. And so now all of a sudden you got another incentive coming in for batteries that basically say, hey, do you want to add batteries to your existing? Well, you might have been hesitant before if you knew the law was that you can't add on. But now the law is... Right, You can add on to it. And yeah. so there's just going to be a lot of pressure on batteries.
1: Yeah. I guess the big takeaway from this right now is if you're thinking about batteries, it, yeah, you better you, start you better, get doing, not quit <laughs> exactly. thinking and start doing.
0: So. And I mean, if you're waiting on your tax refund or whatever, and you know that's coming in, you'd do better to go ahead and put it on the credit card for yeah. a month. I would I mean, not I'd, say that with just anything, but it'd be like, you know what? I'd go get a short-term loan and get my stuff in hand yeah. because this has all the tsunami
1: It's got the makings of a great storm. And
0: truly our supply chain and hasn't necessarily fully rebounded. No. And I know a lot of people are like, well it's Chinese junk. But you know what? That's where all of it comes from. I yeah. mean basically all of it comes from. So so Let's just throw everything into the mix. If we wanted to round it off, we should have done this in a presidential election year, just right? Yeah, of, yeah. That's the only <laughs> to thing to tick all make it the boxes anything, on yeah, on, on how it, it could mess things up. So, yeah, I think that is a now. The good news is is sitting right now today. I think we have pretty good, pretty, pretty good, good stock of, chain, of battery, and we don't have a lot of issues on getting them in and that sort of thing right now today.
1: That's today. I mean as this information this is kind of new information that's just came out this was approved on December 15th but like anything that's done in a government setting sometimes it's a little longer to come out and for people to start really digesting what it means you yeah. know and then once they finally digest what it means like we know, there will be panic.
0: Not everybody's scouring the internet for you know, uh, topics for their podcast, like we.
1: Right, we'll <laughs> we'll start seeing some people that are ahead of it. It's like back in 2020 when I went to the, I happened to go to the pharmacy and I noticed there was two or three people and they were getting like months worth of pills and I was like, what's going on? Why are these people wanting months worth? They had already read the signs and read the news and were actively yeah. going to get ahead of it and we're starting to see that even in the batteries there are people that are trying to get ahead of it a bit and once the masses catch up that's when it all falls off the rails that's when the supply chain yeah. issue gets and really it's gonna
0: be i think this is going to be big it's going to be it's going to be big and it's going to take a while
1: this the overall lithium mining is just yeah. not capable of it yet i mean well, it's not
0: enough what's funny about that yeah. if i'd had my notes here in front of me You know there's even some i think there's some small country in africa that you know they've got a lot of lithium deposits and they came out and said we're not exporting lithium right and they said what you can do is you can bring your manufacturing here to us Mm -hmm. and then we'll export batteries but we're not just going to send you the raw materials so yeah I a lot of of plate spinning on this and i got to tell you i'm glad i've got my batteries sitting at my house right now And that's not just
1: lithium batteries. This is going to be everything. Lead acid batteries are going to be, if you didn't know, I mean, lead's not as easy to get as it once was. I mean, nobody really thinks about it because lead's kind of a, but even if you were just wanting to do lead acid batteries, it's going to become hard to get. I mean, they became very hard to get for a while anyway, you know, and still are not just super easy to get, but this is going to have a major effect on all battery chemistries.
0: Okay. So if you are a preparedness person like I am, and I know, David, you are to some degree. Yeah, some degree, yeah. (laughs) But this is definitely a call to action for you to, if you're not in a good place with your current battery situation and you want to get there, now's the time. Now is the
1: time, Uh, Uh, that's right.
0: And who knows what a month from now is going to look like, but I could almost write you a check on the fact that it's going to be worse.
1: I can tell you a month from now when it's going to start looking like is rebate checks will start coming out from tax returns yeah tax returns yeah and that will be the start of this thing falling off the rails okay. i mean that will be the starting push that's going to make this thing hard to get in front of
0: okay well you got a forewarned here and if you got batteries and you're all good then buy stock in some company that does batteries because it's going to get crazy david anything else that's it on this one all right Thank you for tuning in and we appreciate you checking out the podcast. Thank you for downloading and listening to the podcast today. If you have a question you'd like to hear us discuss on the podcast or just want to say hello, email us at radio at windandsolar.com. As always, check out our store at windandsolar.com and buy some stuff. Your financial support underwrites our educational outreach like the podcast, YouTube channel, and local STEM collaboration. It also keeps Lucy and her doggy chicken treats. Thanks again for listening.